Hello and welcome to the Who's He podcast with me, Phil. And me, Scott. And on this episode, we're continuing with our celebratory look at Doctor Who's anniversary specials of years gone by. And this time, we've reached the five Doctors. Um, so it's not just the sixth anniversary we're celebrating today, because the day uh, this podcast released, the 9th of August, it's mm-hmm. it's now a thing. It's official Doctor Who podcast day. Hey, so the, the, so this is our podcast to, to celebrate that. Um, I don't know if this, this is going to be a, a thing from here on in, or, or it's just for the anniversary year. I've got no idea. Or why it's the 9th of August. Um, I've got a funny thing, that's when the first... Why couldn't it be the 8th? Why couldn't it be the 10th? Well, I've got a funny thing, 9th of August was the first time a Doctor Who podcast was released. Yeah. I think it was Podshock, I think, was Podshock. the first one. I think so. I think so. So here, here we, here we are. So this, this is our little contribution uh, to uh, Doctor Podcast Day as well. So, um, so obviously, last time Scott and I we looked at the three Doctors, which okay. celebrated the tenth anniversary of Doctor Who, and this time we've reached the five Doctors, which celebrates the twentieth anniversary of Doctor Who. Now, um, in the UK, uh, this wasn't actually broadcast on that anniversary date. Yeah, this it was. Um... Broadcast on the twenty fifth of November. Indeed, during Children in Need. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but the rest of the world, uh, also the global broadcast, it says really, which I think is really just the, I think it was a PBS station in America, yeah. um, was on the twenty third of November. So they got on. That's so rubbish. <laughs> so America got to see it before the UK again. We got yeah. it late again. Again, again, but never mind. So, um, but back in the day, um, I mean, this this was a this was a big thing. Um, it had Radio Times. Uh, front cover for the for this uh, anniversary special. Uh, it also, as I said, it broke into Children in Need for the night. Now that would be unheard of. Now they dedicated like you know ninety minutes, yeah, to Doctor they Who. No, they wouldn't do that. They the most they've gone up to in the New Who era 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 is seventy seven minutes. <clears> I think. Yeah, but even then they wouldn't have even interrupted a, a charity program to show Doctor Who. So yeah, it was just—it's amazing they, they, they did this. They wouldn't do that. No. So, so I remember 1983 um, sitting on a beanbag in front of the television. I had a sore throat uh, watching this, and I—I I also skipped Air Cadets to watch this as well. <laughs> so I, I was—I didn't feel well anyway. Um, but I thought, no, Doctor Who's on. It's the—it's the—it's the Five Doctors. I want to watch it. So I, I skipped Air Cadets to watch this. So, so. We watched it the other day, didn't we? Yeah. And was that the first time you watched it all the way through? No, I've watched it at least two times otherwise. Oh, right. Okay. So you have watched this one before. So, okay. So as we all know, um, it wasn't technically Five Doctors because Tom Baker didn't didn't take part. He thought it was far too soon. Um, it was only been about three years. A couple of years, years after he left the role. And I think he also didn't want to... There's a quote from him somewhere saying he didn't want to share the screen with the other the other actors because he's just playing twenty percent of that character. So that's that's true. And he'd be sharing, you know, all the lines with other doctors, and he just think he, he, I think his 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 words were that that would be horrible or monstrous. I think were Tom Baker's words for that. So lovely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a shame though. Yeah. It's a shame because I think it would have um it would have added to it. Um, but anyway, but him being out of it mixed up the whole story because it should have been the fourth Doctor and Sarah Jane, the third Doctor and the Brigadier, second Doctor with Jamie, and mm. then the first Doctor with Susan. 
and obviously the fifth doctor with Tegan and, and, and Turlow. But um, Fraser Hines couldn't do it. Yeah. He can only do like a. That's why he filmed that little cameo as a as a like he a, another job. Yeah, he did. He, he couldn't. He couldn't do it. Um, I think they then they. I think Victoria Waterfield was supposed to be in it as well, but she Debbie Watling couldn't do it either. So yeah, so it all they had to mix it all around a little bit to to get this made. And obviously, it was written by Terence Dix, but originally it was it was meant to be the Six Doctors, written by Robert Holmes. Six Doctors. Yeah, because I think the whole the whole plan was it was going to be the first Doctor and Susan were um, androids, and all and the 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 other Doctors were kidnapped by the Cybermen rather than. Barusa with a time scoop, so it was all. It was a completely different story. It doesn't sound as fun. <laughs> Why would it be the Sixth Doctors? Well, because the Sixth Doctor would have revealed to have been an android, so you would have had the the proper First Doctor, but then this Sixth Doctor lurking around would have been an android yeah. duplicate. So that was the that was the plan, I think. So, but I, th- I think you're right. It doesn't sound as fun. But Robert Holmes is one of the best writers of Doctor Who. Uh, but Terence Dix. Um, they had a lot to do in this, didn't they? They had to cram an awful lot of doctors. Yeah. A lot of companions as well, trying to make them do something. Um, and I think John Levine was asked to be in it as well, but he apparently he didn't want to, he refused to take part because it had him not recognising the second doctor, which he thought was ridiculous. Which, to be frank, it was. Yeah, because he... He would have known the second Doctor. He would have known the second Doctor. He yeah. always would have known the second Doctor. Yeah, so this is why you've got that other colonel guy in charge of unit. I think he would have, I think it's supposed to have been Benton yeah. in charge of it. But, hey-ho. Here's what it is. Um, so what did you what do you think? Do you enjoy it? Do you think, for, for an anniversary, again, it's the whole question of, do you think it celebrates Doctor yeah. Who? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Why do you think that? Because it just... It has all the Doctors in it. Yeah. That's... Why? Yeah, do you think they will get something to do in it? Because usually with these Not sorts, because really. these sorts of stories, it's 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 a good, it's a juggling act, isn't it? Because you've got to make sure that everyone gets their their time to shine. Is it like the do. fifth Doctor? Uh, hold on a second. The fifth Doctor and the second Doctor seem to get the most to do in mm. a way. Well, it's more. I've, I've found it's more first Doctor and the fifth Doctor. And the fifth Doctor. Well, yeah. the third Doctor basically only travelled in the car for most of it, mm. so that was a bit weird. And how did John Pertwee reckon? No, how did the third Doctor recognise Sarah Jane if he hasn't really met her yet? He had. Had he? Yeah. How? Well, he 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 regenerated when Sarah Jane was there, didn't he? So he he's yeah. obviously. They contrived it so he'd met her. But if it had been an earlier Doctor, all he would know would have, would have been Joe Grant, wouldn't he? So, but this, but this particular Doctor, when he was plucked from the time scoop, knew Sarah Jane. So that's how it works. The only thing that doesn't work, though, for me, is when he says, um, when Sarah Jane says, but didn't you change too? And he said, oh, yeah, all teeth and curls. He wouldn't know that. Unless he's already met him in, like, a comic. But that's well, well, no, not- no, apparently... John Pertwee nicked the line off of Liz Sladen. I think it's in her autobiography. She, it was meant to be her line to say, you changed it all teeth and curls. But then he, John Pertwee liked the line, so he nabbed it for himself. But huh. it doesn't make any sense, though. No. He wouldn't know what he turned into. Unless he already met him in the future. Well, there could be that. There could have been um, an untold to... story, couldn't like in, it? Like in Timeless. That's a good way of looking at it, actually, Scott. That's a good way of looking an at unmade, it. Like, an unmade story where the fourth and third Doctors... 
met. Yeah. Met with their companions yeah. or something yeah. like that. There's always a way to find. I mean, it's it's old. Maybe he it's met. old fans like me who think, oh, it's not canon. They haven't met, but you think, well, no, it could have been a missing story. So you're right. Absolutely right, mate. Or maybe it could have been like where Sarah Jane already met that doctor, but that doctor didn't meet Sarah Jane yet. But they met. But he, but he met her with the fourth doctor, and that's how he the, yeah. knew. Yeah, there's Sarah any number Jane. of ways you could yeah. you could think about because he could have not yeah. properly met Sarah Jane. Yeah. yet. It yeah. could have been set in season ten, season nine, season eight, or season seven. Yeah, it could have been. Yeah, but I think I think because he's story. he's obviously a lot older by then. I think you you take it that he he'd met Sarah Jane by that point. So yeah, yeah, but no, I I um I'd like it. What do you think, Richard Herndall? As the first Doctor, because obviously William Hartnell died in 1975. Yeah. So do you think he makes a good first Doctor? Yeah, he has a different approach to it, though. It's a bit more dude. Yeah, he's... he's... It's a bit... You can tell. He's David not... Bradley's... I, I prefer David Bradley's approach to it, mm-hmm. really. He can do it a bit better. I guess he can... I don't think anyone's quite got William Hartnell's irascibility, have they? Because yeah. he's quite sort of like a crusty, crotchety, crusty, crusty, you know, sort of, do- do- <laughs> yeah. sort of doctor. Um, but Richard Herndall's, he does it a little bit now and again. He's got mm. that making Tegan go and get the refreshments, <laughs> which Tegan gets really annoyed about. I think Janet Fielding got annoyed at that line as well, actually. But um, they do try and work it into the script a little bit. Um, yeah. So the Fifth Doctor says he's mellow, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, I, I like the, I like Richard Herndall's take on the first Doctor actually, and it's he. And again, like the third of the three Doctors, it's him that figures it out, doesn't he? At the end. Did you know what would happen? Hmm? I'm so sorry. I suddenly realised what the old proverb meant: to lose is to win, and he who wins shall lose. It was all part of Rassilon's trap to find out who wanted immortality and put him out of the way. He knew very well that immortality was a curse, not a blessing. I think we've, I think it's because the first Doctor's kind of had that incarnation for, like, what, about the 200 or 600 years of his life, so... Mm, yeah. I mean, Susan's probably about <coughs> 200 there yeah. or something like oh, that. Oh, no, well, um, apparently... I, 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 Susan doesn't get a lot to do, really. Yeah. Um, grandfather. Yeah, grandfather, and then she twists her ankle, <laughs> which is so so Susan, isn't it? <laughs> and she can say, "Hurry up!" Yeah, I, 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 I generally said, "What?" Yeah, <laughs> she was like, well, "Susan, hurry up!" Yeah, and she yeah, then she falls over and twists her ankle. Shouldn't we again. help him? Stop, but to be honest, that, they had Susan doing that a lot back in the nineteen sixties was falling over and twisting her ankle, and I think that's why Caroline Ford left because she was meant to be. Like the unearthly child, and they just dulled it down. Really, they just made her into an ordinary teenager, which was supposed to be something a little bit different, bit insane. Alien. Not insane, alien, just bit... different to human children. You know, yeah, teenagers. a bit like smart, a bit like yeah. Ew, I'm, I'm alien. Yeah, that's what it's meant to be. So it's it's a shame they didn't sort of carry on with that. And they, left, yeah, like she, she wasn't really getting much out of the role. Um, and to be fair, it's good, you know. His people came back. Obviously, they've, they've got a lot of love um, for the show to come back and want to do it and take part. Um, but William just Hartnell, a shame to get more to do. William Hartnell really wanted to come back for the three doctors. He did. I don't think he wanted to left, but he leave. 
I don't think he wanted to leave, but he knew that he had to. Yeah, he wasn't well enough, and unfortunately, he died. So, but it was brave to, because obviously, that this episode opens with William Hartnell's speech from Dalek Invasion of Earth. You know, one day I'll come back, grandfather. You know, and all that. So, um, yeah. So I, I, I. It's, but then it, it's a bit weird because you you see him at the beginning, and then you see Richard Herndall as. Um, as the Does, first it doctor. just doesn't make. He, they should have made Richard Herndall recreate. Now, that would have you been know, I don't know if you noticed something. You know, in in, in the three doctors when they yeah. they the Thomas first look at the first doctor on the monitor and he's walking yeah. in that garden, mm-hmm. and in the five doctors he's also in that garden. He's also in the garden. So apparently, what what, what this is what fans and I think it's quite a nice idea actually. This is where the first doctor goes to before he regenerates, because he he they say he sort of disappears for a bit, and he goes off to this garden to ponder what's going to happen. Then he comes back and regenerates, and they say both these occasions that the, the times have taken him out of that garden to save the universe before he regenerates again. I first quite I quite like that idea. I don't know what I think of that one. It's a bit. Weird, because wouldn't Ben and Polly be with him in that garden? No, he leaves them momentarily. He go because he's in the TARDIS. In the tenth planet. Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. He go, he, he pops off in oh, the TARDIS because um, he disappears for a bit. You know, it? in the tenth planet where because apparently he, he has a week off, doesn't he? Like, yeah, <laughs> he has a holiday. He just disappears in. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So it's um, yeah. So that that's that's an explanation someone's come up with, which I quite like, to be honest. Yeah. I quite like the, I quite like the fact he's gone there to contemplate regenerating, and on, and on two occasions the time laws pluck him out of time, yeah. so that they they ruin his little bit of peace and quiet yeah. and contemplation. Or it's somewhere between the smugglers and the tenth planet, or maybe it's in between there. Could be. And that they yeah. just get dropped. But I just like the idea of it. Then yeah. Ben and Polly wouldn't get dropped back at Earth because really... they really wanted us to go back to Earth, so they'd probably be dropped off at an alien planet. Yeah, exactly. So no, I, I, I think it's just a nice little, nice little thing that someone's come up with. Um, but then you got uh, the second Doctor. Well, Patrick Troughton's always good, and he's one of your favourite Doctors now, isn't he? So mm-hmm. yeah, so that's good. Um, third Doctor's obviously, yeah, that's mine because it's John Pertwee. He's my favourite Doctor. Shame Tom Baker couldn't take part. Obviously, he's the one you basically grew up with. Not really Tom Pertwee. No. You keep saying Tom Pertwee. That's the second time you said Tom Pertwee today. John Pertwee. It's not really John Pertwee as much as you might think it would be because you watched, you basically watched all of all of Tom Baker's episodes more than yeah. That, that's John I, Pertwee's. Yes, because you wouldn't have remembered it as well. No, that's what, to be honest. You're right. That's who I really grew up watching, and I, and I was sad that Tom Baker didn't take part in this. And when they did the the photo call. It was a whack. Well, now, apparently, John Nathan Turner did invite Tom Baker, and Tom Baker said he would do the photo call, but even though he wasn't taking part in the in the series, but he had a suspicion that he wouldn't turn up for it. So that's why he got into Madame Two Souls to get the wax working. But there's a bit in um, this was Sladen's autobiography at that photo call because she's in some of the fo- other photos mm-hmm. with some of the other actors, not just the doctors, and they were making fun of Tom Baker. In um, particular, John Pertwee was, and she didn't like that because Tom Baker was uh, like one of her best with, friends, really. Yeah, she worked with John Pertwee, so she must have thought, like, "What the hell are you doing?" Yeah, so she thought it was a bit, a bit, it was a bit cruel on Tom Baker because he wasn't there to defend himself. 
Why did he not turn up? Did they get the wax done because they knew he wasn't going to turn up? Yeah, that just had a feeling he wasn't going to turn up. And he didn't. And he didn't. So, there we are. There we are. But it's a shame. Um, But no, I I really like, I really like this story. Actually, it's fun. It doesn't, a lot of it doesn't add up, really. But I think it's just a, there's, it's a really difficult thing to do is to, to get all five of the previous, or four out of the five, they could have done um, that for Silver Nemesis. They could have named it the Seven Doctors. Could have done, but they didn't. Then again, well, it, well, they well use Silver the Nemesis is, is the next one we're going to look at. So we'll like, we'll save that for like we'll save that discussion for that one. I just wanted to add they couldn't really use the same plot as the Fifth Doctor because <coughs> obviously they can't really make it so the Fourth Doctor gets scooped out of time and stuck in the vortex again, could they? No, not again. Not no, that would just so, be weird. So they use clips out of Sharda, uh, <laughs> which at that point nobody had ever seen. In 1983, no one had seen Sharda, so technically it, it looked like new footage made made for Doctor. But now it doesn't. We've all seen Sharda now, so it, it was, no, it was a good way of, of getting round it. I just wanted to add that everyone thought season seventeen was it since season seventeen of about seven episodes. I don't know, mate. Can't remember off the top of my head. I'd have to, if, if have to it, look that up. If it did, they probably would have made it. You mean seven? What do you mean seven episodes? Probably, seven stories? You mean? Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember. No, it's only about four or five stories a season. Um, no, I'm going on a rant, but it wouldn't mean that... A rant? Yeah. Oh, you've got a lighty-toity, haven't you? It would have been... <laughs> oh, excuse me while I have a rant. <laughs> it would have been that everyone in 1979 didn't know that there was meant to be another story to it. They thought the season just <clears throat> ended like that. Well, that's it. But back in 1979, we, we didn't know. Everyone just thought it ended like that. Yeah, we just thought it ended at Nightmare of Eden. I think that was the last one, I think, and that was oh, that. Yeah, that one wasn't too great, was it? No. I think it was not memory. I can't honestly can't remember. It my, would have been. My my memory of such things is uh, diminishing, unfortunately. Um, yeah. So along as with the double doctors, we also get um, we get Zoe and Jamie, Liz Shaw, and that's yeah. the first time that Caroline John have been in Doctor Who since like 1970, 1971. So um, so it's good to see her again. Mike Yates, Richard yeah. Franklin was back. First time we've seen him Naughty since Naughty Boy. Uh, Naughty Boy's since, back. Yeah, since we've seen him since uh, Planet of the Spiders. Um, not in it for very long though, unfortunately. But we get a Yeti, and that's one yeah. of the Yetis used from. I think it's from the Web of Fear, but apparently it was all mouldy and rotten. So oh, that. Yeah. Uh, oh, and the abominable snowman. It was in that. Yeah. Well, then this this Yeti costume was from Web of Fear, apparently, and yeah, it was rotten. So that uh, film it from a long way away and use low lighting because oh, it looked because it looked really shabby. It must have stank. I feel bad for everyone was in that. I came out and I was like, "Oh, you smelly bum." <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's uh, but no, it's it's good. You've got Anthony Ainley back as the master, as well. And he's trying to help as well. The time was getting to tell. Of course, the doctors don't believe him. Of course, he has to turn bad at the end, doesn't he? he tries to betray them all to get. I don't know what happened to him at the end. He just disappeared at the end. Yeah, he gets put back into his own his own. Well, we didn't see any scenes of him for the rest of it. After he doesn't have to be put back in his. Own. I don't know why they make him disappear. They should have just captured and put him in prison. Because really. I knew he was evil. Yeah, exactly. So, they, but he just disappeared. But at the end. they brought him back. The brigadier gets to punch him in the face. Oh yeah, that that's that's a good scene. Um, and then you get John Pope also says reverse the power of the neutron flow. Yeah. Yeah. So that's uh, that's always good. I would like to see John Pope say that. The thing is that he didn't actually say it that much. That wasn't the. Dame, the demons. Yeah, I think he said it twice. I actually, keep saying demon because it has demons. an AE. A- yeah, I know AE. Yeah, yeah, but it's the demons. Yeah. So, but so, is there anything you didn't particularly like 
about this. There's a couple of silly bits, isn't there? But that what, what, but... robot thing. Oh no, I like the rest of Warrior Robot. Oh, that's that, the best bit in it. I it's like fantastic. That, but it's so weird looking. As if you can see its bum coming through. <laughs> you, it turns around and you can see its. Oh. You do see rest on butt cheeks, don't you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, come yeah. On <laughs> Make it. Well, as we as we know, season season twenty is due to come out as there's an next Blu-ray collection. We think yeah. it's going to be out in September, and there's going to be um, a fortieth anniversary edition of. The Five Doctors, so they've updated it again. So we watched the the special edition one on, on DVD the other day, didn't we? For this, yeah, one hundred and one minutes worth. Yep, um, and which got a few minor changes and a few updated special effects longer and effects. yeah, slightly longer. And so the fortieth anniversary is going to have updated effects again. So it's the second time it's been changed, and I think they've updated the Wrestling Warrior robot slightly. Don't make it have butt cheeks, shall we? So maybe they CGI'd out his butt cheeks. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Or made them bigger. Made, made them the huge. Butt che- big, big rust on butt cheeks. <laughs> maybe. Who knows? But, um, no, so so it's a shame, actually. It's a shame that this wasn't out now. We could have reviewed that as part of this this little celebration as well. well but they should have made a prequel to that called Revenge <clears throat> of the Rest on the Warriors and then they should in season twenty one it could have been about like and then at the end of the story it makes it get sucked out of time and that's how it appeared in Well I, Doctors. I don't know why we haven't seen them again because I think it's just a really simple it's design. It's butt cheeks. It's got butt cheeks, yeah. Um yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why they haven't featured it again actually. I thought it was really good. It only thing is at this they'll point it, they'll make it Look different. Well, they, they make the Cybermen different. pretty rubbish in this actually, and I think this is the beginning of the end for the Cybermen because well, the end well, of the Cybermen's being a threat. In yeah. in Earthshock, they felt like a genuine threat. In this, they don't. They just appear comical. They look like a boom, boom, yeah. boom. <laughs> yeah. They walk like a um. Like they a, walk slowly. They, walk like a telly they telly. don't appear to have any. Yeah, they don't appear to be threatening at all. They should have made um, Daleks. But actually, they weren't too bad an attack of the Cybermen. I mean, if there was a Dalek at the beginning of the Five Doctors, they should have made it so the Dalek got trapped in there, then there's Daleks trying to help the Master, like in the front room. Yeah, but I suppose it made a change not having the Daleks. I suppose with the Daleks, you've got to get Terry Nation's permission to use them. Do you still have to now? With, with his estate, yeah, because he's died. He's dead, and With he, so. his Daleks, you need to. Yeah, well, he owns the rights to the Daleks. Well, his estate owns the rights to the Daleks. So they have to get permission to use mean. them all the time. But his family just lets them. Yeah, that's probably a lot of money for him. No one else uses them, do they? So let's be nah. honest. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I like it. The only thing is, I think that I was sort of getting a bit fed up with Time Lords going bad all the time. Cause it, oh, I mean, just make them stay Because like, Barusa and, and the Castellan were the Doctor's allies in uh, Deadly Assassin and to a certain degree also in Invasion of Time as well. So the time you get to this... It's like, what? what keep what? using... It's like every time they regenerate, they must turn evil. And I thought, well, come up with, with someone different to do that. Are, um, they go, are, they, are, they, are they going to make... They, they should just make. They should have made a prequel to him going evil. How did he go evil? He just turned evil like just that. Just turn evil, Snap I know, exactly. But then... The Castle isn't really evil in this. He's, he's just really doing his job. But then you do get the immortal line of... No, not the mind probe. Which is one of the worst delivered lines ever. I don't know why they couldn't get him to just do it, get another take on that one. It, I think it's on the DVD. There is other him doing other takes. But he, he didn't quite know how to say it. And they went with that one. Ah. Oh. Yeah, and I don't know why it's one. It's it's delivered really badly, and I think Paul Jericho thought he delivered it badly as well. So I feel sorry for him actually. So it's become a bit of a 
a bit of a meme for people. So I know, I know a, a, another podcast. Mind probe. The, or mind the, the, the uh, All of Time and Space um, podcast, which I've been on and who just recently guested, both Mark and Ian had guested on this and podcast. Um, yeah. yeah, they've, um, yeah, they use that as part of their podcast. No, and they make each guest say it in the in the style of Paul Jericho. No, not the mind probe. <laughs> oh, that's what they see. Yeah. Ian, Mark, yeah, he's, he's a good guest for you. <laughs> you can say no, not the mind probe in the style of Paul Jericho. No, there, there you go. not the mind probe. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so and the, so that's the silly bit, and, and the other bit is Sarah Jane falling down that very slight. Whee! That slight incline and have been pulled up by Bessie. On a slide, we. Yeah, um, yeah. Apparently, no, no matter how many ways they filmed it, they couldn't get an angle to make it look like a like a cliff edge, and it just didn't look. Instead, she was like, ah. Yeah. Ah. So, but and there's another dis- disappointing thing for this. That's one of my only disappointments about this is that the the doctors didn't interact with each other a lot, did they? It's not until right to the end. Apparently, that was John Nathan Turner's. Decision because he thought that they would all those egos in one room would be, like would, would be too much. Yeah, it'd be too much. But as it turned out, they all got on really well, and the scenes were really good. And he wished he'd had more again, scenes with a them lot all of together. Doctor Who producers and what was going on behind the scenes. Well, it was, it was not good. Well, it was just John Nathan Turner. He pulled. He called the shots and everything. And to be fair. He does some good things, but then he's like yeah. a lot of bad things. Yeah, and he he, he did publicise the show really well, John Nathan Turner. And, and I he think tried, what... in, I know that he tried hard in the trial of the timeline. I know that he tried a lot of things to do with Terror of the Verbalers. It just didn't really work. Yeah, though he tried. I mean, Tommy got to trial of the Time Lord. He didn't want to be there. He he wanted to do other things, John Nathan. He didn't want to be producer. And the BBC wouldn't let him go. But at this point, you knew he was really. You know, for the five doctors, he was really engaged with it, and he gave it his all to publicise it. And and to be honest, I don't know if he, whose decision it was, to put it on the night of children in need. Yeah. And obviously, you had things popping up on the. I seem to remember you said had things Maybe popping up on the Terrence, screen, advertising the phone Maybe numbers it to was donate. Terrence no, it wasn't Terence Dix. It would it would have been it would have been someone like John Nathan Turner. If Maybe it, it was the director. No, it wouldn't. The produ- it's the producer's job to get. Maybe he to do got that. told by Michael Grade or something. I don't know, I, mate. I don't think Michael Grade was there at the time. He wasn't in charge. I think it was. Oh, he might have been. I don't know who was in charge of the BBC at the time. It might have been Bill Cotton Jr. Perhaps. Might have been Bill Cotton Jr. I'm not. I'm not entirely it's certain. Add on. But... I don't think Colin Baker actually hates Michael Grade. I think he has a quite a big dislike for him, though. Michael um, Grade, it, it's well. We won't get into that discussion no. now. We won't even talk about the five doctors, but yeah, that, that's just that's a discussion for another time. But yeah. ultimately, it wasn't Michael Grade. Who was it? It was oh, someone it was, else at the BBC. Oh, there was so. another man. Ultimately, who was. Yeah. Um. Oh, <clears throat> I don't know what his name is. I know what he looks like, but I don't know his name. Oh, never mind. oh don't worry, don't worry. Anyway. Um, so coming back to that, and also another thing about this being a, 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 an anniversary story, we get the new TARDIS console. Now that was a, I like that one, but I will miss the old one. That one was a, oh. it was getting a bit complicated by the end because I kept painting everything on it and I kept moving everything around on that console. Mm. But like, okay, so this goes but there. No, I the do, next story it was somewhere else. I really like this console. I think it's, it's very 80s. It needs a lever. It needs more levers. <laughs> it does need more levers. It's, levers. it's not small buttons, but it's very 80s and... But I I really like it. I think it's a fantastic redesign, mm. and 
and it's a perfect way to um, to debut it is in a, in an anniversary special, which I think is great. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Bit in it. So other bits to do. I mean, I just think I just think it's just a good fun story. I think I, I just. I don't mind sitting down and just watching this one. No, I said you know, it's at, at any time it's not really. Complicated like Day of the Doctor. You're, you're no, like... no, it's not. No, it's not actually. I... You, yawning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All of us. Scott's had a busy weekend, folks. So he has a very, very busy weekend. You're like... camping on Friday night. And you haven't recovered yet, have you? No. No. <laughs> on Dead the Doctor you have a War Doctor and this is just five doctors boom easy as pie for a thing yeah I just knew what they were doing yeah yeah I, th- I think I think it's it's a really really good story this one yeah so um, yeah I, I don't think I've got sort of much else to want to add really because I, I don't want to start sort of getting into the point where you start slagging it off because there's, there's nothing yeah. to slag off in this I, I don't really like even it. think any of like the new who episodes can be a classic episode. Well, apart from the few ones that they had, like Worries of the Deep, that one. Well, stuff like yeah, it's 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 difficult now because all those actors are no longer with us, and if they were, they'd apart just be too Peter, old to do it. Apart from Peter Davison and Tom Baker, they're still there. Tom Baker's very old and very frail now. Yeah. I don't you know what's really weird? William, what's a survivor doing that? Don't know. Will, Willie. William Hartnell, yeah. <laughs> William Hartnell died two years later after doing the three doctors. Three doctors, yeah. and the person that played the first doctor in this died two years later too, and that's what's that's really a bit weird. Weird. It's like so. Fortunately, who plays the first doctor? Fortunately, David Bradley's still with us. He he fought, he fighted for those two years. He <laughs> oh dear, dear oh dear. But uh, no, I I think it's a, I think it's a really really good, um, good story. This I, I think it's, it's just a lot of fun. It's lovely seeing all the old doctors back mm. with their original companions. Lovely seeing Nick Courtney as the brigadier. He gets to punch the master in the face. Uh, yeah, it's I want, great. I want them to. Um, I actually want them to bring, um, David Bradley. Back, I wish they bring him back for the sixtieth. That would have been cool. Well, we had him back for Power of the Doctor, didn't we? And that that was because yeah. that was that Power was for the, the hundred years. Wasn't of... Brilliant. Do you know what? I'd liked it. it. It wasn't much of a story. Dan disappeared, but let's not get on to that. No, it I'm, was... I'm saying it to you this time. Don't get on with Power of the Doctor. Don't do no. it. We'll get stuck on it. <laughs> well, no, but it used. I think it used the surviving actors of the of the who played the Doctor really well. I think well, it worked it, for what it was. I think it worked really well, and well, I think, and it's the same with the five doctors as it's well. Same Tom Baker didn't. It is that. I think that that's the that's the one big drawback for this. I think is Tom Baker didn't. You could take obviously part. tell Colin Baker didn't look like Colin Baker in the eighties. No. Very obviously, he didn't. Didn't have big curls on. No. Well, Colin Colin Baker changed in between seasons anyway. His hair changed. His his weight fluctuated. Um, he's always a big guy, Colin Baker, but he's never been. But he's yeah. very. He's, he's quite right. noticeable between between seasons. Let's get off this. Yes, indeed. Let's, indeed. let's get back to the focus main. Five Doctors. It's production. difficult, isn't it? Because you want to talk about the other anniversary. Once you talked about someone else, you want to. Once you started talking about that actor, you start talking about the way the roles work, and then you go into other stories about that. Yeah. Where that actor's in, and it's like. Whoa. Whoa, indeed. Whoa. Indeed. Wait, leave that for but, another podcast. But anyway, um yeah, I, th- I think I think that just about sort of wraps this up actually. I think it's just a really interesting fun story. Yeah. Um 
Yeah, I like it. I really like it. And it's a, it's certainly a, one of my favourite episodes just to pop in and watch. Easy yeah. to watch too. So, did, did we give Three Dots a rating last time? Did we, did we rate it? Yeah, I believe we did. Did we? Well, we don't usually do ratings on the Who's He, but, but this, is, this is special, it. isn't it? Oh, I remember we both rated it 4.5. Okay, so we're going to rate it out of five again? Mm. Okay, what's your rating out of five? Five. Good. So same for me. Five. 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 I think five. it's a cracking story. This it's a lot. It's just it's just fun. That's what an anniversary special should be. Not convoluted through through loads of Doctor Who canon and and callbacks. There was a lot of callbacks, but it just made it fun and it was. I know good. that wasn't Doctor Who canon, but there was non. I don't understand between non canon and canon. It's a bit too weird for my liking <laughs> it's for a lot <laughs> no, of people what's going mate. On? but i like how you can just think of ideas for what happened between like the stories like i'm trying to think what happened i'm trying to figure out where they got sucked out of time and how mm. where john Pertwee was and what story he was in and what was going on you're not supposed to notice really There's something in between yeah i mean i like how they tried to figure out how <clears throat> john Pertwee knows Elizabeth knows sarah jane if he might not have met her. Well, there's, as you say, we discussed it. There's and two like ways to look at that, the aren't there? The first so. doctor was in yeah. the gar- was about to regenerate and he was in that garden between the break and the tenth planet. Yeah. I mean, that was good. But that's that that yeah. Well, we'll talk about it another time because that that's people make up their own canon for Doctor. Yeah. It's 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 things that fans try to do to make it make sense for them. But then they but so they make that for no. This is the only way it could work, and therefore then everyone has to agree with them. It, it's uh, canon. You cannot agree, the, disagree. It, this makes sense. It's my theory. It belongs to me, and it's mine. <laughs> but that's the problem with fandom these days. It's like this is my, this is my idea. This is my idea. Everyone agree with me. Everyone agree with me. Shut up and give someone else a chance. Gosh. Yes. Do you know up. what? Do you know what? That's a good place to end this. Shut up, Shut up and give someone else a chance. <laughs> Do that. Well, um, so Scott and I will be back with the next anniversary special, which is going to be Silver Nemesis, yeah. which celebrated the 25 years of Doctor Who. And then Who. the dreaded... Dimensions in time. <laughs> yeah, so um, September will be Silver Nemesis. October will be Dimensions in Time. Is that and how then... we're going to get to Dimensions in Time, by the way? You are sorry. I know how we're going to do Dimensions in Time. It's want... on YouTube. Okay, what about Night of the Doctor? No, we won't do that because no. it wasn't an official That's part sort of... of the 50th. Yeah, but we're, we're, yeah, we're going to yeah. talk about Day of the Doctor. Mm. So, uh, but then, but Paul will be on Day of the Doctor because we're going to be doing, uh, just to remind everybody, we've said this before, uh, but we will be doing the Target novelization to, to, to televised version comparison. So, there we are. Good stuff. Oh. Right. So, Scott and I will be back with Silver Nemesis dun, next dun. month. So, until then, goodbye from me, Phil. And goodbye from me, Scott. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. You can download this podcast from iTunes, Amazon Podcasts, Spotify, and through your podcatcher of choice. If you would care to leave us some feedback on iTunes, that would be very much appreciated. You can also find us on Twitter at who's underscore he underscore podcast, on the Who's He Podcast Facebook group, and through our website, who's hyphen he hyphen podcast.co.uk.